Hello, Joey. Hi, Mike. I Wait, want every what? What's your like sketch or no, your Mike? Joke? No, I'm actually going to even edit this out. <laughs> We've done this like oh, is this the thing you're doing? Oh yeah, you you can have a thing that you do over and over and isn't <laughs> funny anymore, but I can't. <laughs> I didn't realize that's what you were doing because you don't usually do that. Oh, I'm impressed. Um, I want everybody to know that right before we get on, we got came on. Mike is said, I'm very distracted because he's involved in some sort of war where someone said something that hurt his feelings. And I was like, oh, really? Really? Wait, how does that, this, how are you bringing this back to you? Is that, what do you mean, how am I bringing it back to me? Oh, I thought you were trying to prove a point or something. I am trying to prove a point. You were calling me sensitive. Oh, so it is a, you are bringing it back to you. I got it. (laughs) It's really about you. (laughs) <laughs> all um, right give your spiel oh i'm mike that's joe we've been friends for over a decade i live in the san francisco bay area joe lives in la each week we call one another and we catch up sometimes more than once so um okay guys this is actually a weird week it's gonna actually really be a mini episode because we have no official outtakes even though i'll update you on that we have no reviews to talk about Zero iTunes reviews, guys. Zero. Zero. Yes, I'm very disappointed. Well, we're going to have a talking to about that. And um, so there's not really a lot to say in this episode. Um, do you have any updates? Not really, no. Didn't you tell me you had some sort of friend with benefit email? Oh, no, that's... Uh, remember John email. John emailed me and I forwarded it to you, but I don't know why you would remember something. <laughs> this is like a complicated backstory, but basically I forwarded an email to Joe today to have him read it from a listener who said, basically, Mike, be careful how you invest your emotional capital because there's no long-term return on a friends with benefits situation, which was very nice. Thank you, John. But in this conversation, I also mentioned an email that I forwarded to Joe months ago. And Joe's like, I have no idea what it is, what you're talking about. So I like re-forwarded it to him. And then we just had the exact same situation where I forwarded Joe an email. And I don't know. (laughs) This is the worst episode we've ever done of anything in our lives. Why Why are we both so low energy? I'm this guy's still commenting on my Facebook page. Are you distracted I'm by this? So mad at him. I want to beat him in the face. Do you know him personally? Um, no. We have a lot of mutual friends from Orange County politics. Um, okay. I'm close. It's gone. You know what I want to talk about is do you know Scott the Sater? I don't know him personally, but I know who you're talking about. So, he I guess he mentioned he tweeted at us a couple of times, but for some reason um, he his name never got mentioned, and he's like a big attention whore, loves attention. So his name never got mentioned, so I wanted to make sure I mentioned his name right now so that he doesn't have another huge hissy fit where he's like crying and throwing things and tweeting at us saying that he's like thinking of doing drastic things because he's so depressed that we didn't mention his name. So Scott the Sater, hello. Hi, Scott the Seder. Is it Scott Seder or Scott the Seder? It's Scott the Seder. Hello, Scott the Seder. Um, I think Mike just, <laughs> I guess, mentioned your name. 
<laughs> what else do we have to do? I'm gonna. Ha- I know. I'm so done with this, and it's gonna be so edited down. Don't you have tweets? You know what? We got tweeted by a few people. So Zombie Girl TJ just tweeted at us, and by the way, she said that I'm I'm her favorite on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, Auntie Vera Charles, who I didn't even know listens to the show, he tweeted at us, and he said that he likes Joe best. We got a tweet from the awesome Corey Curvin, who we'll be talking about in a second. We also got tweeted at by that Peter G, who gave us a a, a link to a an article about the renaming of just a terminal at the SFO airport, which is kind of cool. They're going to name just a terminal after Harvey Milk, not the whole airport. And Drum Major Kev tweeted at us. Anthony Antaran gave us a tweet or two. And then some guy named Seder69, Scott Sa- the Seder. Uh, Jacob Bix. And I think that's it this week. Um, I actually got a tweet on my personal Twitter account um, from a, a, a listener named Michael. Uh, I try not to listen to at Joe Batanz and at Mr. Mike Lawson on the Catching Up podcast until I'm in bed with a cup of tea, but I couldn't wait, and now I regret it because I'm sitting here with nothing to listen to. Hashtag love that fucking show. That's awesome. That's a great tweet. Yeah. Very oh, nice. I got a tweet. I got a tweet here. I was at a bar and I tweeted kill me, and then somebody at Joe Batanz, he t- he tweeted, your wish is my command. That's nice. I forgot that I wrote that. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You didn't talk about the show. Why did you want to be killed? Uh, it's just a dreadful, dreadful place. It's like a pool bar, like billiards. But okay. I don't know. The crowd is very, like, I don't know, very hoity. I, don't, I can't explain it. It's like uh, an older crowd than I am. Mm, that's not true, though. It's just not. It's just not me. That's it. That's, and did I mean, you that's... know that going in there? Yeah, I've been there twice. <laughs> yeah, I have knew. You, have I was you ever had a good people. time there? Well, the first time I went there actually was. I don't know if you remember this story, but I ended up meeting friends there, and I left early, and that's when I met the guy on the trolley. Oh. Yeah. So yes. this is the second time, and the second time it was a bust. It's just a a tiny little bar. And the crowd is just not me. I don't know. Whatever happened to the trolley guy? Oh, God. Are you kidding me right now? Well, I know. No, I know you went on a hike with him. Joey. You went on a hike with him. No, hold on. Joe, I forwarded you the email that he wrote to me. <laughs> and you don't remember this forwarded email either. What did it say? It was like uh, basically he got he's committed to his boyfriend or whatever and you sent me this email yes you seriously do not remember that i have a horrible memory that's why i'm I'm not denying it i just have a terrible memory um yeah i certain i'm certain i i did because you you responded to the email mike how do we have nothing to say and we've spoken this long (laughs) i know okay uh now it's time to move on to catching up with catching up oh i forgot about that part yeah guys Here's the thing. This is a big week for Catching Up with Catching Up. We are going to draw a name, then there's going to be a big announcement, and then we're going to talk about our phone call with Corey Curvin, who won last week. But are you ready to draw a name, Mike? Sure. I will tell the people about it. Basically, Catching Up with Catching Up is a contest. 
where it's a contest where you uh, write an iTunes review. Everyone who writes an iTunes review will be entered into the drawing. Each week we draw a name and then we get in contact with that person and that person then will catch up with Joe and I on the telephone or Skype or whatever. All right, Mike, are you ready to draw the name for Catching Up with Catching Up? Yes. I've opened the bag. I'm sticking my hand in the bag. My fingers are rifling through the name. Now, I remember last week, Scott the Seder, I'm still rifling as I speak here. Scott the Seder was upset that he didn't win. Uh, who's, who is that? He's a listener. Oh. Okay, so I've, I've chosen a name. I have a name in my hand. I have not looked at it. I have now looked at the name. Mike, are you ready for the name of the person who will be catching up with Catching Up next week? Yes. The winner of Catching Up with Catching Up, the person who will be speaking to Mike and myself, is Moose in North Carolina. Yay. Do you know him, Mike? Nope. I know Moose P is what he goes by normally on the internet. Wait, if you don't know him, why did you know that? Because I've seen his name on stuff. He's written us an iTunes review. He comments on stuff. Oh, okay. But I've never met him. I have no contact information for him. I don't know anything about him. Moose P, (laughs) um, if you are listening to this, please um, contact the show. And Mike or myself, probably me. (laughs) This episode is so horrible. <laughs> we'll contact you and set up a phone call between uh, Mike and myself. Hooray. Okay. So here's the thing. Guys, we have an announcement. I'm making this announcement. But the contest of catching up with catching up is coming to an end. At the end of this month, we will no longer be drawing names nor taking submissions for the contest catching up with catching up. Now, that's not bad news, actually. It's actually good news. I'll tell you why. Because um, one of the things that we've gotten um, from the audience members, from people we speak to on Catching Up with Catching Up, or friends of ours who listen to the show, is that they want more content. And we would love to give you more content. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to come out with a bonus show, a bonus episode. And I'll tell you about that in a second. If you've already written a review, you're going to get that bonus episode. Just send us your email address and we'll shoot you back with a link. If you have not written a review and you want that bonus episode, write us a review, send us your email address, we'll shoot you back the link. Okay? And here's what the bonus episode is. We've Mike and I have never gone into detail about how we met and how we became friends and the course of our friendship. We never got over the origin story of Mike and Joe. This bonus episode will be a regular length episode where Mike and I talk about the origins of our friendship and different things that have happened to us over the course of the friendship leading up to the show. Do I have it right, Mike? Yep. And we will have that show. It'll be available only to people who leave reviews. So if you want that bonus episode and you have not left a review, leave a review. If you've already left a review, don't worry. You're going to get that bonus episode. So that's what's going to happen starting June 1st. But now let's talk about last week's winner, Corey Curvin. 
All right, Mike, so do you want to go first talking about the, the women I, or should I go? So Corey was the first person that but we called that we had no idea who he was. We kind of didn't know Dan in Phoenix very well, but I had interacted with him uh, through email and Facebook a little bit more than Corey. So it was interesting, and we started talking to him, and at first he was very much like, I'm a really boring person. I don't have a lot to say. I'm not as exciting yeah. as you guys. And then he started telling his story, and he was a very interesting guy, right? Yeah, he's a very interesting guy. He's a professional pianist. Yes. He also plays – he's familiar with, like, church organs or theater organs are called. Yeah. Like the big theater organs. And um, he lives in Tejas. Mm. That's Texas. Oh, I thought it was a place in Texas. No. It confused me for a second. No, he lives in the state of Texas. And he is an avid listener. He had a lot of nice things to say about both Mike and myself. And a lot of other podcasts. He talked about a lot of shows and how much he loves, you know, every show he listens to. Yeah. And he actually had not only just questions, but really good, solid questions that you guys will not know the answers to. Like... What's the story with my ward, Jose? What does Joe do for a living? What other questions did he have? <laughs> You're, all these questions for you. What else, what else did he ask? He, well, what does Joe do for a living? That was like 40% of the conversation. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, he was very, very flattering to both of us. But every time he was flattering me, I was like, oh, this is so going to come up in the episode. About how I only liked him because he was so flattering to me. But he was super, super nice and super, super interesting. Yeah, he was very interesting. You know what? We didn't get into his personal life at all. That's usually, I mean, think of everyone else we talked to. We talked about what their situation was with a significant other. What if we called him back? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Corey, what's that? We call you every day now. <laughs> And he's like avoiding our calls. <laughs> he's like, "Hey guys, it's all, it's, it's all right, guys. Just um, uh, I'm I'm leaving town now." <laughs> we start doing mini mini episodes, and they're just on Corey's voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be so funny if we called him, but like at all out hours of the day, like at three in the morning, and we just and here's what we do, Mike. It would be like we wouldn't even address it. We're calling his phone. Like we would just. <laughs> Just do an episode. Yeah, like, and we would come in mid-conversation. Like, it'd be like, beep. And I don't know. That's just exactly how a tent goes up. But, Mike, anyway, <laughs> did you ever land up buying those Reese's peanut butter cups? And then, you, we just, and then we just talk until it cuts us off. That would be funny. Oh, my God. That would be so – oh, my God. Please, Mike, can we really do that? <laughs> he. But what if he picks up? I know. that Oh, okay. If he picks up, we should just still continue. We should call – we should be talking – before he picks up, as if, and then when he picks up, he's like, hello. And we're just like, yeah. And then I was like, no, you're, you're going to go to school, young lady. And, and we just continue, we ignore him. And we just talk and talk and talk. And maybe he'll just think we just talk to each other like 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's one small fl flaw in this like practical joke, and that's that he's listening to you planning right now. <laughs> Okay, once again, even talking about Corey, we brought it back to ourselves. Of course, listen, of course. Listen, one of the things we learned from Corey is the piano players who play at Nordstrom, that's like a dream gig, and they get paid a lot of money. Yeah, that was that was interesting, and it came up because Joe was like, 
when he asked, oh, you're a professional pianist. Where, like, where do you play? And he started telling us, and Joe was, like, trying to make a funny joke about, like, oh, good, so you're not one of those losers at Nordstrom's. And then... (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, I wish I played at Nordstrom. What are you talking about? (laughs) I wouldn't, though. I would not want to play at Nordstrom at all. They don't take requests there, right? No, but you have to play... Well, no, I think they do, because... I'm just telling you, I'd have to play fucking A Whole New World or... The song from Titanic. Yeah, like a thousand times. You're like, they must want to like choke a person every time they ask for the song from Titanic or A Whole New World. Yeah, they get used to it, I bet. I mean, it's money. Nobody loves 100% of their job, you know? I'm trying to think of someone who would love 100% of their job. Beats the hell out of waitressing. I would love to be a waiter. I would be a good waiter for like a day. I couldn't do it long term, but like no, a couple of no. days I could do. Yeah. No, Mike, here's why. I know you. And again, the character you portray on this show would like to be a waiter. No. But the, no. But the real Mike Lawson? No. No. no, I've said it a million times. I would like to do it. I want to I wanna be the guy that's like, oh, my, when the order's wrong, I'm like, oh, I told them they could get your order wrong or they could make it slowly. I didn't say they could do both. I want to be that guy. No, Mike, the the first time someone talks down to you, you oh, would know. so fucking just dump maple syrup on their head. I'm not that mean. People don't know how mean you are. I'm not mean at all. No, here's the weird thing. I wasn't going to bring this up. I'm going to bring this up now. And if we decide to edit it out, we'll edit it out. Okay. But, you know, one of the things, I, maybe this is why, because when I hear back the episode on from that we recorded on Sunday... One of the things I can hear is I can hear in my voice that I'm still kind of like smarting from our argument earlier in the day. Mike and I got in an argument on Sunday. Smarting? I don't know what that means. Like, you know, like hurting. Like, not not like my feelings were hurt, but just like it really shook me up because here's what you guys don't know. Okay, I'm going to explain this. Let me explain the fight first. It's kind of boring. It had to do with the logistics of running catching up with catching up the contest it's boring and the fight's boring itself because it's it was really just a miscommunication i glanced at an email i didn't read it right and it escalated and, and it got into an argument but the entire time and the reason i was so shook up is what you guys don't know about mike lawson is mike lawson is almost a sociopath what, <laughs> what? and and what i mean by this is so like let's say for instance you, general audience member, and I got in a fight, we might say some hurtful things, but they, we don't really mean them. Mike Lawson means it. So no, when we, uh, 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 I mean what, what I, I mean. Hold on, hold it. on. I mean what I say, sure, but I don't say hurtful things. That's true. No, I'm that's, just true. Very, that's true. I'm very direct, and I'll say what I mean, but that doesn't true. mean that's that right. I'm like, I'm going to kill your mother. And no, I no, mean no, no, it. you're right. So let me finish explaining. Let me finish explaining. Just so you know, guys. This show is always one miscommunication <laughs> away from going away forever. That's not true. So when Mike says, okay, then you know what? I'm going to end the show. It's not like a, like a normal person who's like, they're just being over dramatic. They're just being dramatic. Like if I said that, anyone should know I'm not being serious. Right. With, with Mike, he means it. He will yeah. end the fucking show and he won't think twice about it. He won't like have a, he'll, he'll be like, yeah, show's over. Done. Well, and Joey- like move on. I've never said let's end the show though. <gasps> no, uh-uh. What I did say, what I did say after you complained about all the hard work you do for this show, all the hours you put into it, I said, "Dude, if it's really that stressful for you, maybe you should rethink 
you even doing this because it shouldn't be that stressful. And then I, I read that email. I was like, oh, it came out, man. Mike Lawson does not fuck around, man. He should be like the guy like George Clooney and up in the air where he just like goes and fires people. And then it's like, <laughs> see ya, bitches. And then just flies away. Because that that bitch, he has no heart, man. He'll just be like, all right, you don't want to run catching up with catching up? All right, let's end the entire show. I don't care. And he and here's the weird thing. He really won't care. He's not bluffing. It's not that I wouldn't care. It's just that if we get to that point, I'm not going to be dramatic and fight and beg you to do something you don't want to do. That's one thing I'll say about you. I'll give you that. You are not fucking dramatic, man. But you will end things on a fucking dime. <laughs> you will just end it. It'll just be like a guillotine. <laughs> yeah, so be careful. Yes. So how did, how did we get into this? Um, I don't know. You were dramatic about something of it. We were talking about Corey Curvin. <laughs> yeah, we. this has been the longest catching up. Mike. We were Mike, talking about we, Corey Curvin, and then we talked about Mike, ourselves for 40 minutes. Mike, we have a problem. Guys, when we started the show, Mike was like, I was in a bad mood because I had to run to the supermarket because I forgot some things. Mike ran out. You know, was upset with this Facebook thing, and we were just like, "Oh, let's just do this fucking show. We have nothing to say. We have no outtakes. We have no reviews. Let's just talk for three minutes and just just give him a three minute episode." Mike, it's been so long. I know, I know. This is. I mean, we get on the phone and we do this too. I know, I know, Ugh. I know. Okay, and I, love, I love how we were to worry to like, can we talk on a live show for an hour? We have nothing to say, and we've spoken <laughs> for this long. I have nothing to say. Can you explain what we're doing with the outtakes? Because I, you tried to explain oh, it to okay. me and I zoned out. All right. So before I started having a more active role in the show, and by active I mean doing everything on the show. Um, <laughs> okay, guys, that was the last episode of the show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Series finale because Mike's mad. Um, no, before I started editing the show, um, I didn't really know what I was doing. So Mike sent me some outtakes. At least I think they're outtakes um, of the show to play around with, and we're gonna. This is before we came up with the idea of the mini episodes. So I have them on my computer. We just never put them out. So I was thinking we would put those out for the outtakes. But Mike thinks that they might be repeats. Repeats. So, and whose memory do you want? Well, Joe, we're relying on Joe's memory right now, and as Joe has demonstrated about four times in this episode alone. He doesn't remember things really. I well. have a terrible memory. Terrible. You, pro- you probably don't even remember that you demonstrated your poor memory this episode. Mike, we didn't. I couldn't remember how we got into the argument about the fight about the fight on Sunday. So anyway, so anyway, the point of this, like on Sunday when we recorded the episode, Mike and I had just made up right before recording it. So I was still. My feelings were all still butthurt. Actually, when you started the show and you said, um, I want to talk to you about something, I, was, I thought you were going to bring that up. And I was like, oh, God. Oh. Whatever. All right. So <laughs> let, let, let's, <laughs> let's just go to the out. This show, this show about nothing has gone to way too long. Yeah. Let's go to the outtakes. Maybe you've heard them. Maybe you haven't. But here if you've you go. heard them, well, they're from very early episodes if you've heard them. So if you've heard them, I'm sorry. I didn't remember if they heard them or not. If not, well, hey, you have some new content you're going to hear. Um, Mike, it was nice catching up with you. Nice catching up with you. All right. Goodbye. Bye. And there was the host was this, this 
terrible, terrible host. He like, you know, when you're doing stand-up comedy, the job of the host is to be like super upbeat and super high energy, and you know, make the sh- crowd excited. This guy was like, mo- it, I told someone, I said, it's like if molasses did comedy. Like, <laughs> he just sort of talked like this and was real slow, and he did a very hacky bit about. Um, coffee people versus tea people, right? Sure. The reason I bring that up is so when you have someone slow like that, the audience just gets antsy because they're like they're trying to be ten steps ahead of him, and it comes out often in a heckle. So there mm-hmm. was this woman, this older lady, sitting in like the very front of the theater, and so he kept going about how like coffee people are like this certain way. I don't know. It was really weird, and she goes, "That's not true." That's not true, everybody. Everybody, this is not true. And I was like, what is going on, this lady? And then she goes, that's, sir, that is not true. Coffee people aren't like that. Excuse me, everybody, can we take a poll? How many people here drink coffee? And then like people like raising their hands. And I was like, what the fuck is going on in this? I've never seen someone take a poll in a comedy show. And it was like really, really weird, right? And so the whole show was terrible. What about you? What's happening in L.A.? Wait, I want to talk about what we talked about earlier today, where I was t- telling you, like, I couldn't find any L.A. stories. Uh. And you, like, yelled at me. You were like, it's because you're lazy, and it's because you don't try. And I was like, okay, let's just do this on the podcast, because no. I don't know what's going on here. The reason I was yelling was because you weren't letting me talk. But, Joe, all you have to do is go to the local paper, and they're going to make any... Any story that they want to put on that front page, they're going to try to tie it into L.A. somehow. So, like, if it's about the sequester, here's how it affects L.A. If it's about, I don't know, this, this Mike Tyson thing is in, in San Francisco until Saturday, and that's why it's in the paper. I don't want to talk about the sequester. It's boring. No, but I'm just saying, whatever news story, there's an L.A. angle to it, so you just have to look. All right. So get this. So what's your L.A. story? I have no L.A. stories. Uh, Okay. Oh, 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 okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. I do have an L.A. story, actually, Mike. (laughs) All right. I get what you're saying now. All right. I I see. I I got it. Okay. All right. Here we go. I do have an L.A. story, Mike. You know, L.A. is known for its celebrities. Okay. And celebrities recently are on Twitter. Okay. But I read this news story about this website's got a lot of notoriety it's called the tweet have you heard of it uh-uh what they do what this website does is very interesting once again the tweet is they collect the last tweet of celebrities who've died oh yeah and they just have them on this web page the problem is most of them of the celebrities i'm like i don't know who this is right and um but uh, a lot of them are like you know race car drivers or athletes or something like that. I'm like, boring. But um, they have Elizabeth Taylor's last tweet where she's talking about what a great interview she had with uh, Kim Kardashian. And they have Whitney Houston's last tweet where she says, I'm the real Whitney. I guess someone asked her if she was real. And then she said, I'm going to go take a bath. (laughs) (laughs) No? Too soon, Mike. It's been a year. (laughs) Then, um, yeah, so they have these last tweets. I thought that was interesting. And it was that is very interesting. 
Have yeah. you have you heard of the service that will send out tweets or Facebook messages when you die? Ew. Yeah, so basically you need to log in. It's kind of like the panic button on Lost, if you're familiar with Lost. So it's like every week they send you a message and you have to log in and confirm that you're still alive. And if you miss one of your logins, then it'll send out those messages for you. Ew. Pre-written. No, 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 that's, that's gross. But you know what you reminded me of is, you know, there's a huge problem. And this actually kind of concerns me now. There's a huge problem now where, you know, as we get more and more digital, that people are dying and the loved ones don't know their passwords to, like, their bank accounts or to pay their bills or, to, you know, they can't do things. And so now there are companies that are offering story um, services where they will help take care of that. I mean, it really is like a huge problem that they're running into that the loved ones can't deal with that. Uh, okay, I have another Ellie story. Wait. I have a friend who her husband passed away, and th- she kind of had that problem. But yeah. the creepy thing, she gave her husband's iPod Touch to one of her sons, and her son is, like, you know, playing on it and everything. So all of his friends started getting words with friends moves from her dead husband because <gasps> the little boy's going in and playing all of the friends. And so people started calling her freaked out because they – he was making moves on all the games and stuff isn't that crazy wow that's weird (laughs) yeah um here's another la story mike okay remember will smith had a show called the fresh prince of Mm -hmm. bel air which is la yeah that's in la did you hear about this school where um the, the the secretary called the police because some nudnik kid called in um i don't let me read this so basically the headline is receptionist mistakes fresh prince theme song for threat school goes into lockdown (laughs) so i guess uh, oh they call oh i see what it is a kid wasn't at at school so they called his cell phone it goes to his voicemail where he had the fresh prince of bel-air theme song on there like the actual recording yeah the actual recording so when she's trying to confirm with this kid um, about where he was, the message said, well, she took it as shooting people outside of the school. When, as we all know, the actual line is shooting some b-ball outside of the school, right? Right, She right. heard it as shooting some people outside of the school. Uh, and she called the police and they arrested him? No. At the, at the school? Arrested the, and charged with what? No, no, they didn't charge him. They just arrested him and questioned him. And they let him go because they needed to confirm what happened. I wonder how they figured that out. Well, she how easy. She was like, I called his voicemail. And then they picked up a phone and went, beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, beep. And then they're like, oh, oh you're wrong. And then end of fi- story. fire that bitch just for not knowing what the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song was. Seriously. Seriously. How do you – how does Who she does, live and not know that? My parents would know that. Or even if you didn't know the song – it's clearly a recording with a band playing behind it and everything. It's not – so even if the song said shooting some people outside the school, it's a song that he has on his voicemail that was a recording of well, something. Well, no. If it really does say shooting some people, I would arrest him. Nah. If it's a recorded song that he put on his voicemail, you should talk to the people that recorded that song. Do you know what I'm saying? Like if it's a song that's been distributed, so, you know, I slap – 
slapping some hoes or whatever is in a song, that doesn't mean the person that puts that song on their voicemail is going to slap hoes. I don't know. Even if the hoes deserve it. What? Are, are you me this week? What, what's going on here? What is this? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, yeah, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 um,